Yeah, I like it like that. She like it like that. She like it like what? She like it like that. She like it like that. She like it like that. She like it like what? She like it like that. She like it like that. Welcome back. Happy New Year, listeners, and to Anil and Sid. How you guys been? How was your holidays? How was Christmas break? Um, I miss you guys, and I kind of wanted to do this for a while. We'll be slacking uh, lately, guys. We're having too much fun. Um, but we're back. We're going to be recording a lot this month. And, yeah. Um, how's everything, guys? How was your holiday? Well, first off, I got to say Happy New Year's back. Happy New Year's, Ubby. Happy New Year's, Sid. You guys weren't here to spend New Year's with me. <laughs> Sad face. But it's been great. Um... Yeah, a lot's been going on in the world since you've been gone, since you've been back. I'm excited to get into it, and I'm excited to record more so we can create some more content for yes. our wonderful viewers. Anything exciting, though, over the break? Or? Anything exciting? Um, not really. Very casual Christmas at home with the family. Nice. Um, you know, COVID threw a wrench into all the plans that were made in, like, early December, so by the time Christmas came <clears> around, none of that was going on anymore. So, oh, yeah. very low-key Christmas, very low-key New Year's. The big bash that was supposed to go on did not go on. But we had, you know, small get-togethers, had a good time, made the best of it, and... That was that. Yeah, no no huge stories, but definitely good times. That's awesome. That's good, man. Um, for us, oh, man. I, it was a lot of fun, to be honest, going to... So, to the listeners, I guess, to fill you guys in, we went to India, and we went for a wedding there, so... You guys know about big, fat Indian weddings. They're always fun. Uh, hot take, I feel like Indian weddings might be the best weddings... Out of all cultures, in my opinion. Um, just because there's everything you like is in there. Like food, drinking, dancing. I feel like at the energy at the Indian weddings, there's just like, doesn't matter who you are. Everybody's just so happy at that point. Or everybody's just dancing. That's like they, they don't care about, they don't care about who you are. Like you, you, or how you're dancing. Like you could be a very terrible dancer, but people will be like enjoying that. And like, just like leading, like you know what I mean. Everybody's just like having a great time. So like, there's was, no judgment. Like there's no judgment. Yeah. It's a good time, and like you will have like old people dance with like young people, young crowd dancing too. And it's like random people just dancing. You just we'll meet new people. So it's always good. Like everyone's just having a good time. And obviously yeah. food. Uh, food was yeah. amazing. I wish you were there, Neil. Sounds like a fun time. I it mean, I've never been food. to a traditional <clears throat> big Indian wedding like that. I've always wanted to go because of all the hype that goes into it. I mean, I can't say for sure that Indian weddings are the best weddings of all cultures, but I will say they yeah. do come off as the most extravagant. And I would love to go to an extremely extravagant Indian Man, wedding. Man, Indian people are just obsessed with <laughs> getting married and spending a lot of money on weddings. <laughs> We're so obsessed with that, I feel like. Um, this place was, like, amazing, though. So, like, the place we went to was um, kind of like an old-school palace thingy. Like, it's like... How do you explain this? Like, like a castle? It's like a castle, but, like, for... like. But it's a hotel. It's a five-star hotel that's built as a castle. Um, yeah, have you ever seen Castle Loma in Toronto? Yes. Something like that? This is very, like, Indian... Architecture? Uh, palace. Yeah, like, it's more like back in the day how uh, a kings would live in India kind of vibe, right? So it's really like... Cool. Yeah, the place itself was beautiful. Um, by the pool, everything. All the events were by the pool. Um, <clears throat> so it's just, like, nice... Uh, there's a lot of cool traditions, like the cool things you do, that's like, that makes it more fun. So like, 
um, one like the one funny one is like you gotta um, hide the groom's um, shoes because the girl's side are gonna try stealing it and the the so the the so for example the the friends of the guy the groom the groom exactly will try to protect the shoes so it's like a game between the two sides and it's like but like nobody knows it's throughout the wedding it's like you have to be very careful around that it's like it's like it can happen anytime so it's like that it's just like very exciting right it's like a lot of that competition it's friendly competition um and like you what happens if the women succeed it's you're supposed to ultimately give it to them because it's part of the tradition okay but it's like just like the bragging rights oh right? I see. it's more for the bragging rights and like you, we eventually give it to them um and then it's like the whole point is that the guy has to pay them a, a, something as, as like um a gift and then gets it back but it's like a tradition that i was it's always there and um What's another one that was fun? The even at the, even at the, like, uh, at the banquet, so where basically what happens is the bride's side <coughs> of the family receives the groom's, uh, like, the groom's side, and even, like, when they're supposed to enter the banquet, there's, like, a friendly banter, so they're, like, they will have oh, a yeah. bride your way in. Okay. Right? Like, so basically, all the, all the bridesmaids were, like, yeah, you're not allowed to come in till like, you know, you just please us, like, in terms of, like, you gotta do something oh, yeah. for us, like, do this, or give us money, or Make you do push-ups, or, or dance, yeah, like, so, like, it's there's a lot one of that, so, like, more, like, friendly, banter, it was there, that was there, yeah, too, that yeah. was there, too, so that, a lot of the, the friendly banter is there throughout the wedding, and it's, like, kind of fun, it makes it exciting, a lot of dancing, a lot of dancing, um, yeah, it was good, but coming back was just annoying, um, <laughs> because of COVID, things got really, really, really hectic at the end, um we almost got not let on our flight the next day we had to fly back but it was just like the whole hassle of like not being able to fly back and then just kind of figuring it out and obviously like when you it's un, when it's uncertain during this time you just can be really stressed out because at one point i was thinking oh my god i might be stuck here for months right but it's like obviously not but like in your head you kind of just like make up scenarios and like when it's uncertain times, right? So that was kind of crazy. And just coming back, I was tired. And dude, it's like a 16 hour flight. And you have to like sit. And I was like, kind of, I got the, I got shafted. I had the middle seat. That's unlucky. And because, well, we selected the good seats, but because we couldn't get on our flight, the next day, you know, whatever we got, we, whatever we got, we got, right? And it's like, God damn, bro, that was 15 hours. I was like, <laughs> I stood maybe like half of my flight. That's you all, stood? Because I, I decided to because I couldn't sit. Anymore. How the fuck they let you stand on the plane? Dude, dude, you can go to the side and kind of just take breaks and tell them, oh, my leg's hurting or whatever. I just told them the truth. I was like, listen, man, I've been traveling for two days, which it was a truth. And my back was just like bad. Like my, I could not sit anymore. And they understood. And I was like, okay, I'll stand. For most of it, I'll just chill there for a bit and read my book. It's <laughs> just like, I, yeah, and stretch. But, um, yeah, overall, it was just a good trip. Um, got to see family as well, and that was fun, right? Um, but, yeah, that's about it. came back. Our New Year's was kind of sad, to be honest. Like, the we were at the flight, because our flight got canceled. We weren't let on. And that's how we celebrated. Like, we were waiting for our parents to pick us back up. And we were just sitting there. I was like, oh, we're happy. pissed. We were like, at the same time as New Year's. We were so mad. Me and him were so mad. But it was like, oh, it's New Year's, by the way. I was like, oh, fuck. 
Oh man, what a sad way to ring in the New Year's. <laughs> but but I, mean, I gotta like, say though, if you start that low, it can only go up from there. That is true. That is true. Exactly. Uh, spill. <laughs> um, but um, we celebrated. We got like a nice ass meal there. I was like, you know what? It's New Year's. We gotta we gotta celebrate. Shit happens. Yeah. So we got a nice meal to start the year off. It was nice. But yeah, that's about it, man. That was our new trip and intro. Um, anyways, what's next? Well, what's new in the world? Everything. A yeah. lot. Guys, the world's on fire. As usual. <laughs> the world's on fire. Um, but seriously, what's, what's new <laughs> around the world? Lockdown again in Canada? Yeah. Lockdowns are legit. Back. I Apparently Canada's the only one doing it to this degree again. Yay, Ontario. Um, it feels just like uh, just like when it started, two years yeah, later. That's true. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, but like, yo, lockdown in India was actually funny to see, though. Like, so we, uh, so during, so we were in Mumbai for was this like the last bit of our trip, and during night they have curfew, right? Uh, so after eight, you're not supposed to be on the street, or all the restaurant, all the stores need to be like, shut down. So we didn't know this. So we went to a restaurant at like eight eight thirty around there, and they kept on like turning off the light as on like because the way they were mon- monitoring the curfew was like a police car monitoring or like patrolling around the block. Every time a police car came, they would turn the light off to show that no one's there, and then what as soon as they leave, they turn it on, and you can eat your food. It was just the funniest thing in the world. Oh my god, dude! It was like they were taking money from like. They will close. They will close their doors, but they will take money under the door. Like you can pay for your stuff under the door, and they will just like, okay, wait five minutes around the corner. We'll bring it out there. Like we got milk, right? Like hot milk, and then we gave them money, and then after they're like, wait, wait for five minutes. They will go inside, bring it to you, and you can just drink it. That's yeah. pretty cool, man. Let's lock that. I, mean, I guess they gotta they make their, their money. Curfew, they they gotta make that money water. somehow, some yeah. way. I, was, I saw on TikTok, by the way, like, uh, we just recently, there was like a secret party in Toronto. It was like a mm. underground kind of like secret party that happened last yesterday. I didn't see that. That looks so sick. That was a video. <laughs> that, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, wow. Um, but yeah, that reminded me of that for sure. Like how India worked with their lockdown. It's definitely, they find their ways, man. They're really, really slick with their, <laughs> over there. Um... You guys been watching anything? You're not. I I feel like I've just been watching a lot of TV now. Yeah, what have you been watching? Um, a lot of um, everybody loves Raymond. Oh yeah, didn't they put that on Netflix or something? I love watching that. That's like my go-to. Like when I'm just chilling, eating something like that. Um, I saw this movie recently. Don't look up again, or don't look up. Don't look up. Don't look up. Yeah, yeah, just not again. Yeah, yo, shout out to DiCaprio, man. He he is a legend, dude. And he acted so well in that movie. Um, but that movie is so, like, in my opinion, probably was the best movie that I've seen this year, or last year, I guess. It was like, it came out last year, but 2021. And I just feel like it was so, it was just much needed. That movie was much needed to be seen by people, in my opinion. That's that's how I would describe it. It's like, everybody needs to see it. To realize what are we doing, what are we doing wrong here, and how are we becoming as a society a little bit. I agree with that. Um, A lot of us, like, a lot of the social media aspect of how things are in the politics even, right? Like the way it was shown in that movie. 
um, how like it was just like one party and another party just like uses information to like kind of like just get brownie points instead of actually tackling issues for what they are and like how divided we are sometimes as people right and like we're not even worried about the actual problem in, on hand which was in that movie they, they yeah, had the an way. actual problem they were all gonna die but because they were so we were we are so busy with our or like occupied by our own things in the world that like we didn't even take them serious and it's like I could see to be honest I could have I it felt like it, that could have happened I'm sure that is happening. I mean, we have parallels right now. I, I saw that movie too, and I enjoyed it a lot. And it's funny, the parallels they drew towards COVID because they did the exact same thing where they would talk about um, the world ending, but they would kind of ignore it to push their own agendas to get their own exactly. things done. I mean, I remember in that movie, the president was like, I'm not taking this seriously until it comes up around for my election. And the yeah. scientists were like, we're going to die in six months. How the hell can you think like this? Yeah, exactly. So, for ex that's exactly it, right? But it's like, imagine if, like, Earth had, like, a, a a timer now. So that's, like, that whole movie was just kind of crazy to watch. And kind of, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. And it, it felt like kind of reality a little bit. Well, I got to say, a lot of people have... Ontario politics a little bit here. A lot of people have been saying that our premier has been doing similar things wherein pushing, doing certain things with the lockdowns mm -hmm. that make it more or less favorable yes. towards election Dude, times. Is that I heard up. something scary. So this could be not true, but could be true. We don't, we don't, we're not, we don't really usually talk politics here, but because it's a kind of relevant with the movie and stuff like that, but this could be true or not. But I heard that in schools, they don't track the numbers anymore about who has it, who doesn't have it. Yeah, I think I read something like only if 30% of the things of the students test positive, do they actually contact the parents? Um, and that really doesn't because you have sense. to go in now for kids. You, you have to go in. It's all online. Yeah. And it's kind of like scary. It's like, okay, so everybody else is in lockdown, but the kids wait, like I thought they have a choice of either doing it online that used to be a thing. I think it's like, I'm, I'm not sure. I honestly I'm, can't from what I from what my, like, uh, Chinme, who's our yeah. cousin, who goes, so from what I've been hearing from them, the kids, they're telling us that they don't have a choice. And it's like, they're not tracking it. It's kind of scary. I don't know. Anyways, back to that movie. But it's like, that movie, that's what it made me feel like. It's like, this is possible. Like, this could happen, and we're so caught up in our own that's shit true. that, like, we won't even realize it. You know what's crazy? You know how you talk about the timer, like, or having a timer? There's actually a place. I think it's in U.S. for sure. Um, they have a timer for world. So it basically tells you if we don't correct our action in terms of... Well, like it's in New York City. New York City, yes. It actually has a timer. Like if by this time or year, mm -hmm. friends are destroyed. That's crazy. Um, I got to say, God, this is going to get even more real-life geopolitical. But the world's actually kind of close to ending as <laughs> is right now. I mean, and a lot of people aren't aware of it. Just because of things that you're talking about, we're all preoccupied. Like, if you wait, pay attention to what's going on in the world, there's at least four coups going on, three genocides, and oh, yeah. the brink of World War Three happening all right oh, now. The Russia thing. Yeah. yeah. But we're not really paying much attention to it because we're all caught up doing our same thing. We were refusing we're to look up. talking about Raymond and watching this movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're doing podcasts, right? Like, you know, I hear you, man. It's kind of scary. But um, 
Let's move on. This is guys look bummer, up. But look <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, look up. Um, yeah. So I mean, lockdown, watching a lot of movies. I mean, you said you were watching a movie. Sid, would you watch? You watch anything else? For me, uh, I don't know. I've been. Um, I got into Modern Family. Never watched that show. I watched like episode here and there, but never watched it from like start to end. Like now, I started it. Um, I've been watching that. A lot of explain. It's actually pretty. It's pretty like crazy on Netflix. Yeah. They have like different interesting topics like money. Um, they had one on music, where like they go into like real science detail behind on those specific topic. Then you, it actually makes you think. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. You talking about explained or explained? Yes. Okay. Explained. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I I enjoy watching you explained. It's fun. I have to give that one a shot. I've seen it come up on my Netflix feed, but I've never there's, uh, gotten into it. I think there's two different ones. One's like mental, like it's like it talks about like ugh, like anxiety, why it happens and how it happens. It just explains everything. Um, and one's more like it, expl- it explains your mind, and then one is more like dogs. It could explain yeah. music. Yeah, like cool. it just goes in very detail in these things, and you just understand things way better. Um, Are the topics usually that general? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the cool part about it, right? Like, it's like, they talk about tattoos. Like, we were talking about this in our other episode, too. Like, they talk about tattoos as one of the mm-hmm. things, yeah. But they go into the deep, like, how it started, and, like, like different culture nuances and all that stuff. Like, they explain yeah. it really well. I do. And it makes you think about it. Like, once you, like, go through it, like, oh, shit, like, it makes sense why we yeah. do certain things or why there's certain it's, things. Okay, yeah. I have a question to pause it to you both then. If you had to get a person into that show, what is the one episode you would introduce them to? Oh, okay. Um, I really enjoyed the music one. I haven't seen that one yet. I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed... Um, dog. That was Dogs were pretty good, excuse me. Um, and then for the mind one, I would say... I gotta really think hard on this one, because they're all good in general. Like they're all like equally as good in my opinion. But I really enjoyed it. even the anxiety one. That was pretty good. Like how how and how to control it. And like, they teach you everything about it, right? And uh, yeah, I would say those ones for sure. You can give it a shot. And like, I think you should just let it play. It's one of those things. Just let it play. It's like it, it'll make you think, and you just learn a lot. And it's like fun. They make it fun for you. It's not like you're just learning and it gets boring. It's more like you're just learning, but it's also kind of like fun to watch. Another one I watched was Time. Oh yeah, Time was incredible, dude. That Time was incredible. Oh yeah, Time one was really good too. Yes, I remember that one. That's when I took notes about it for the. You movie. took notes about Time. Another one I told you about the fast when it's like a happy moment slows down when it's like you're sad or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I got it from. I was just taking notes about that for like a movie. Uh, but yeah, but that was that was fun. Time's a really good one. That time one sounds intriguing as hell. You might have sold me on that one. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. If I have to really say time is the best one. It's so far I've watched. Yeah, right. You got that, Sid. Um, I don't know how much you guys have been following this, but Metaverse um, had a real real estate bump. Uh, which is and Drake's house got bought for fifteen thousand dollars. 
Someone actually bought Drake's house on Metaverse for fifteen thousand dollars, and people are bidding on Kanye's house now. Um, Snoop, uh, uh, he made his house. Yeah, Snoop Dogg made exactly it. like his current house in LA. The way it looks, he made every single detail in Metaverse for some reason. I don't know why, but it seems to be working for them. They're making a lot of money, but it is crazy, it. huh? Um, I've been hearing a lot of these things and I think we should do some predictions on this one. What do you guys think? We should like do just like what do you guys think will happen with this in the future? Could be anything. What I think with Metaverse? Yeah. It's going to be like that's going to be our new life like to a point where we see I see like going to work in Metaverse and then that's how you come out. Like you come out that and then you live your own life. Yeah. But everything, like from, like your work, anything that you do outside of your house will be done through Metaverse. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Actually, that could be one of those things that did happen, uh, could happen. And it's scary because it's all aspects of life. When you say live there, imagine, bro, like kids going on dates there. Like they don't, they don't meet up in real life. That's how you date now. Could you, like, that's crazy. Finding, a, finding the love of your life on Metaverse. I mean, it's possible because we find it on Instagram or, like, people meet up on Instagram on Facebook. Tinder, it's the same thing. Bumble, Tinder, yeah. exactly. Change, they all exist for that same purpose. And the biggest problem with those apps during the pandemic was that you can't have real-life dates, so the Metaverse could solve that. Yeah, could, could. And, like, in just general, like... Real estate is like a thing now, I and mean, obviously it's like a value. There's value added there, and I'm just thinking like, dude, we're gonna. It's like I think it might be like the internet for our kids. That's like the, that revolutionary. It's like sure, it's like another step, and we will feel lost in it. You know how I sometimes our grandma be like, our grandma be like, hey man, how do you text or how do you do this or like how do you turn on this on your phone? Yeah, I think we'll be like that. With metaverse. with metaverse and our kids will be so good and they're like are you like are you stupid like how do you not know how to do this it's like very it's going to be that ingrained into their lives and it's like for us we're going to be lost when we're like grandparents or something like that i think that's my prediction it's like if you don't keep up with it you might be like lost right like think about it people from our like from our our parents generation even if they don't keep up with internet and like Excel, other things like that, all these like skills. You're an, you're an outcast, right? Regardless of how smart you could be, right? Like people kind of like, it's kind of scary to think about, right? But uh, there's some positives, I guess, there, there too. Like you can, like again, kind of cool that you can make as detailed of a world online, which is incredible. Yeah. See right? Minecraft. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like yeah. Minecraft. You're just gonna actually be in Elon it. Elon thought it through, man. Elon thought it through. <laughs> uh, okay, my prediction is that it will never hit the critical mass that you're assuming, and it'll fade into a subculture. Really? It'll be just like any other aspect of life, where it'll kind of sink into the people who adopt it heavily, but it won't hit critical mass and mass adoption to the point where we will have to commute or do work or that kind of things through the metaverse. I don't see companies adopting that really? scheme. It might be p 
purely entertainment, but it will become that entertaining subculture. You think okay. so? But I mean, yeah, sorry. What? Um, that's virtual reality regardless. Like we have that right now with like people driving. You were talking telling me that like your friend goes on a plane ride and it's like he learned like how to be simulation, simulation pilot, of, yeah. of that and then he goes Do to you talk. guys know what PlayStation Home is? Yeah. PlayStation Home. It was a PS3 app that essentially allowed users who had and paid for PlayStation Network, well, it was free back then, mm-hmm. to log into a system where they can be in a hub with other PlayStation users mic'd up and talking to each other. Yeah, right. This element of Metaverse has kind of always been a thought for companies to pursue, and it's really catching speed now because of cryptocurrency and the idea that you can own and tie things to blockchain and whatnot. Um, But the thing is, it's failed in the past because of adoption levels. And truthfully, we're talking about the metaverse, but even talking about the metaverse feels meta because how many people do you know are actually dabbling with it? It's just like another... I think it's... See, this is what I mean. That's exactly... It's like because we're saying it from our perspective because our friends are not doing it. I'm saying the younger kids will adapt to it and they will be the... What is the word? It'll be the early adopt or uh, early adopters yeah. of it, and we will be like not that early to the game, and we'll be lost. We'll be back. Behind. Yeah, but you're assuming the game is going to change the world. I think it is, dude. I don't think it is. You don't think it is? No. I think with everything changing, with the way how um, things are right now with COVID, everybody's working from home. This and that. I think we're gonna get used to this, and we're gonna actually. I think this is obviously not right now five years or anything like that i'm thinking like when we're when we're like grandparents right so like but some aspect of it still exists in real life like not here but for example china a lot of people the way they grocery shop is basically wearing vr set and it takes you to a grocery store you have a cart and you can buy shit and it gets delivered to you that's technically like, like that, that could happen. That's a small dude. element. Of that's it, a right? small element of it. But, right, but, but that's an appeal to a subculture. There's only a certain element of people who will adopt that, and the assumption is that all children are going to adopt that if it hits critical mass. So you're saying we're grandparents, right? But we move through tech so freaking fast. The metaverse could become obsolete in two but, years. But, but, so so I'm saying like, I'm saying it's run by Facebook. What, when yes. has Facebook gotten better? Thing is, it's just early. It's just it's early, early developing, right? right? Like, right? First, innovation, early adapting, and then it's like mainstream, right? It's like, like we have VR sets, right? Like VR sets, it was like, you know, only a few people had it. All celebrities had it. Now we have Facebook making it for mass mass market, right? Yeah. You can buy it for six hundred dollars. You think about it, and everyone can act, can get access to it if you if you think about yes. it. Right? Yes. Right. So it's just gonna get better and better. It's like buying another console. It's adoption levels, though. You're dealing with tech on a different scale. Like, the adoption levels of something like a VR headset only makes sense for a company like Facebook to do if it's profitable, right? If they're right. selling enough units and if they can drive costs down enough. Mm-hmm. The entry, the initial upfront cost to get into the metaverse, at least the way it exists now, is fairly high. And it will deter people. And depending on how long it will deter people, you will have competitors, you'll have other people, you'll have innovation that will disrupt this before it gets off the ground to the point where you're talking about. So here's what I think it's different than any other tech, right? Because you can create a world in there, it has so much potential for so much other stuff. For example, I'll give you an example right now. This is very early right now. This producer had a studio session in Metaverse. 
which is kind of crazy to think about. It's like people can do things in there and it's like, and it's, if you think about the world, right? There's so many different aspects. Like there's so many things we do, right? Imagine you can do those and other people can come in and now and create that in metaverse. It's like, it's only going to get built up and people are going to get reliant to it. It's like, if you, for example, the shopping thing, right? If we start doing that, the convenience of it and how cool it is, so people are going to try it, but it's like, your kids or your kids' kids are gonna be so used to doing that that that's all they're gonna wanna do. And you're gonna be like, we're gonna be one of those people where like, guys, get out there and get it yourself. Well, like, what have you become? Like, just like our grandparents were like, you guys are on the phone all the time. Like, it's like the same thing, right? It's like, I think, that, I think that's what's gonna happen. And it's cause like, internet was that thing for us where it's like, dude, it's like, it changed the whole world and how we do things, right? And it's like, obviously, there's a lot of countries in the world that still don't depend on it as much. But there's the mainstream, like, the whole world runs on the internet now, right? But imagine now Metaverse becomes that second layer where it's like, we want to stay inside. Yes, that's like one level of our life. Now it's like another advanced life. That second level that you're talking about has existed for 20 plus years. You ever heard of The Sims, Second Life? All of these things have always been attempts in yeah. video gaming spheres to do exactly that, where you can build worlds. You're talking about music production, there's concerts in Fortnite that people exactly. attend en masse. So these are being done in a video game landscape, and yeah. the metaverse, the idea behind the metaverse it's makes bring it sense, in, but the assumption that it'll hit that level of adoption as the internet, I don't agree with. I don't think so. I think, I think with Facebook and other parties being involved, it might. With Facebook, it's, Facebook is the most contentious one involved. <laughs> They're the one that's actively being trying, trying to be shut down by the government and yeah. destroyed, which is why I don't think the metaverse has long-term legs given all the factors that so? you're considering. Someone might innovate on it, and sure. bring it into a different level. Exactly. Yeah. But that's not the metaverse. Of course. But I feel like it's an early stage right now anyway. So it's like, and I'm talking about 20, 30 years from now. So it's like, obviously by then, it's going to go th through so many quality controls and innovations that it's going to become so good that we're going to want to do it too. If you get what I'm saying. It's like, it, it, we play video games, right? There's certain video games, we get used to it, get bored of it. But it's like, if you play, you can play inside there only. What if they make it like that? A lot of these game, game uh, these companies, what if Facebook or whatever, whoever owns this goes, okay, yo, I'll give you a license. You can, you can, you only have to release it through my, uh, in metaverse. And that's it. That's all you can do. And you can only play it in metaverse. That could be a thing. You can only listen to this music, this album, which is really good. Like, for example, say Jay-Z puts out an album and you can only hear it in there. So people are gonna, like, they're gonna push to make sure people rely on and go in there and test it out, right? And stay there, because it's like, oh, I can hear good music in there only. And that's gonna be the new trend, in my opinion, that could happen. This is my prediction. I feel like people will start releasing movies in there only. It's like, there's so many things like that that will happen that it's like, it'll, not force you, but like it's like it, you almost want to go test and check it out. There's another twist With, to it too. Um, Dubai, right? They they are trying to create their virtual Dubai on that first, so it allows people to come travel. Because a lot of people can't afford to come to Dubai or afford to travel, so they're replicating exactly to like to cool. detail in Metaverse. People, kind of cool. if whoever has access to Metaverse or like VR set, can actually come like pay and. Oh, actually, visit Dubai. 
Like that's like the early start. Like there's there been there's gonna be infrastructure that's gonna be built around it. I feel like yeah. if Dubai is doing it, other countries like oh it's pretty cool. Are gonna do it? Let's too. do it too. I think it's just only gonna pick up after that. Right. I think all of that stuff you're saying makes sense, but yeah. you're missing the key thing I'm saying, which is not gonna hit critical mass. It'll appeal to subcultures sure. and it will be adopted by a subculture. Sure. But I don't think it'll hit the critical mass because for the- now, in my opinion, for now, you're right. I think for ten years you're right. But I'm thinking like, dude, we don't know what the hell's gonna happen in thirty years. Things, cars could be flying. Dude. Well, if that's your argument, then I could also say anything could happen. Exactly. In 30 years. So I think there's a chance that like this thing could be the. That's what I'm saying. There's a big. There's a huge chance, in my opinion, that this could. Be a, the big thing in there, like for the next generation. Like how internet was for us, it's gonna be that big thing, but big of a thing for those kids, and they're gonna be super, super into it. And we're not gonna get it. We're gonna not get it. Like they get it. You know what I mean? Like we we understand internet. We rely like we use internet like it's on, in our daily lives, right? So you're saying it will appeal to the next uh, the next generation. Yes. And then then it'll hit critical mass. Yes. And for us, it's never because we're going to always be like, guys, go out there, live your life, you know, try real things. This is not real life. Okay. Same thing. Our parents kind of, or like our grandparents would be like, oh, you guys don't, you know what I mean? It's like real life. Go talk to girls. Like don't talk to them online only. Like it's like that. It's like the same thing. Okay. Well, you keep comparing to the internet. Then let me make it clearer then. I do not think the innovation of the metaverse is comparable to the innovation of the internet to the point where it'll hit that level of critical mass. Okay. That is... <laughs> I knew I'm not sold on it yet, bro. Look at it. Like, sold on it. Internet existed way before we got access to it, right? Like, it, it was there, right? And it was slowly introduced to the public, and then the early adapters got into it. It's not like, oh, it was there the next day. It was, was Who owns the right? internet? Huh? Government. I'm assuming. No, nobody owns the internet. The no. internet is public domain managed by things. If you have a conglomerate like a Facebook right. running something like this, you'll never see it hit that level of critical mass. Okay. And I see your point, but I don't think it will be just one company owning it, though. Because they're Get involved with Facebook. They're trying to split up Facebook. You think you're going to add companies to Facebook? I, I think what's going to happen is eventually it's going to be governed because it's going to be such a... Well, they need the government to kind of fund it because... It's gonna be a lot of funding, and it's gonna be a lot of infrastructure that needs to be built over over the years. Bro, we can't afford infrastructure in real life. We're gonna afford digital infrastructure. Yes, but bro, say- think about it. Like people are gonna go crazy because of, look, if they're gonna make and there's there it's, there talks about this. They're gonna make crypto the main currency there, and people are already like into crypto like that. So it's like I think a lot of the crypto people are already sold on it. People that are super crypto heavy. They're gonna be always in it. Like I have a friend that like bought a land, bought bought a couple lands and metaverse already. Okay. And he's because of this boom, he's had like he he's got so much like uh, profit already. But that's it's not like, government involvement. That's private enterprise and individuals yes, involved. For now, I'm saying so, eventually it will be more. But you're sa- okay. But you're also saying by that that the needs of the metaverse will outweigh the needs of the real universe to the point where funding will be diverted from. Physical, real-life government problems into a digital landscape, and I can never see that happening. That would only be done by corporations and private go- and private individuals. Yeah, maybe this could be the first time. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what you call the collapse of society. Because if all of a sudden you're taking money out of government, you're yeah. sticking it into a metaverse, that's, then it's gonna, I you're feel talking like, dystopia but, but at its highest level. That's what I'm talking about. Is that it's going to be one of those things that's going to just like 
change the whole game. It's going to be the changing the whole... It's going to shift the whole... The way we look at things and the way we operate. That doesn't sound dystopian to you. Yeah, it sounds fucked up. It sounds fucked up. I'm not saying it's not fucked up. I just, I'm just predicting that this could be it. And we're going to be those, like, we're going to be chilling back, drinking our, you know, on the rocks. And we're going to be like, these kids, man, they don't get out there and talk to girls. That's like, very what the different hell? than what we were just talking about. Like, they just stay online. Like, they're just like, they go and, like, talk to, they go on dates online only. And they don't really go meet up people in real life. They go, you know what I mean? They never step out. It's like, we're going to be talking about that stuff. That's just my prediction. It's yeah. kind of sad. And then my prediction, I've already said, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're talking about like building infrastructure, right? Like all of that stuff. So there's, you know how there's Mars Project, right? Mars? So Mars Project, yes. like people that we're going to have a society or whatever uh, on Mars, right? Like how do you, like Elon is the forefront of that. If, for example, he's... He's, he's private enterprise. That's right. So... Do you think government's gonna let him just like let people live on different planet without any infrastructure? You mean so someone's gonna put the infrastructure there and the government will then come? Yeah, of course. That, that's a good point. Yeah, if you if they do build the infrastructure there, but I mean think you gotta think about the way the world works too. Money that is sent to um, the reason that space exploration colonizing Mars is not the forefront of the government is because there are other more pressing needs. And somebody has to put enough funds into something like colonization of a different planet before the government would get involved. The same idea works here, except it's a digital landscape. And a digital landscape is very different than moving humans to a different planet. I get it. Like, I, I get your point of that. It's just like, I think... Governments don't pay to upkeep servers. Companies pay to upkeep servers. Sure. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, we don't know what's going to happen. It's from the feel of it, though. It, feels it just kind depends of on how it builds me. out. Like, I don't know, some uh, some next company or or someone comes up with an innovative idea to how to yeah. use it in, like, a more effective manner. And then, the, okay, yeah, that becomes a norm, right? I think the principle behind what you guys are saying is true, that there will be something else that in is the like the Internet that will do what you're saying, where we will look at them and yeah. we will be like, what the hell? Go do something with your life. Yeah, I just don't see the metaverse being Might that. See, being that okay, and I, I, I think this could like be the start hype. of it, though. Maybe it could be the start of it. So is the the NFTs are the start of that cryptocurrency has been yeah. the start of that for five years. Yeah. The one com- country that adopted cryptocurrency is now dying because of the way it's acting. Like these are all things that we've been talking about on such a high level, but like when they translate to the real world, even over time, adaptation has been resisted. And it will continue to be. But is that resistant just because people don't understand it? Or but I think it's or just like too new. There are extremely right? intelligent people who understand it and are still not involved in it. I I disagree. Like I think there's people there that So like, all intelligent people all of the smarter people are involved in the NFT cryptocurrency metaverse landscape. Not saying all of them. Oh but a lot. Let's say a lot. All, like majority of them. Yeah. Okay, for well, sure. the thing is that's like Crypto, like it's, I understand, like I'm not, okay, first off, I'm not too big on this, even on crypto, I'm not too big on it, but I, I, I've bought some just because it's like, I want to hedge, right? You bought some, is it more because of hype or because no, of due diligence? Because I don't know, I want to be, I want to hedge just in case I could be, because dude, 
anything can happen in the world. So it's like, just in case this thing blows up and like actually becomes something more real, at least I have it for years. So I'm just hedging on my end that I have a little bit of it. So that's how I looked at it. Even this, this thing, I'm like, okay, like I can see this work and becoming something. It's not too far-fetched, in my opinion, that it doesn't, because we're already so reliant on these corporations. Like I, I don't think that like gov government would have a problem with this until they step in, they go, okay, we're, we just want to be governed, right? We want to make sure it's not, there's policies, there's rules in places. So like they can get involved anytime once this thing takes off and becomes way, like you said, Is that cryptocurrency? Just yeah. I, I, all these things, right? Because it ties in because crypto's going to be the currency there, right? So I think it's only going to make crypto even stronger because it's like now it's a currency for something that you can go in and actually buy stuff with. Sure. Right? Like... Like, it's going to drive the hype, but your point of this government getting involved, with if the government get involved, the crypto loses value right away. Yeah, the, the only reason it has value is because it's open source, let no government involved, no center body. I think, Once that center body comes in, the whole purpose... There's going to be a hybrid mode where I feel like there's going to be a hybrid oh, sure, mode yeah. where a solution will be found to this. It's not yet, but maybe in the future, there will be this one thing which will find that solution. I think that's going to be the, the innovation, like, the innovation that's going to like trigger the whole, this whole thing. And, and obviously we won't, that's, like I said, my prediction is we, all of us, our generation will, will not, we will not understand this completely. 100%. This will, the, the next generation or the generation after, they're going to be the ones where like, okay, we finally get this. Because dude, Let's, let's talk about the iPhone thing, right? But when I was in grade 12, that's when I got my iPhone, right? Mm -hmm. Now kids have it, dude. Like, I see, like, little kids have their own iPhones, dude. Like, so... I'm confused that that's similar. I'm just... Because they're, they're adapting to these... To, to technology way faster than us. Right? So it's like, for example... How, do, do you not get that example? I do, but it's also I, not linear. It's exponential. No, it's like... Okay, well, I'm just giving you an example how, like... Technology that we... It up. Huh? Yeah. Think yeah. how fast we picked it up once it it got a little bit more yeah. relevant. Mm -hmm. Yes, but what I'm saying is because they're so like they brought up with it, and also at school they have laptops earlier now. Mm -hmm. So like people are coding in like earlier grades and stuff like that. They're gonna be way into this like way before us, and we're gonna be like, okay, like I don't understand it, or we're gonna be against it. We're not gonna be totally into it like that, and. It's kind of sad. I agree. It's sad. It's gonna be. It's scary. It's scary to think about. To be honest, the world. This all. Uh, it's. It's like one of those it's movies. Certain things. It's like a movie we're yeah. watching back in the day. Now it's like okay, it's kind of coming true a little bit. That's what it feels like. But anyways, let's just move on from this topic. This topic's. I don't know yet. Um, it's just uncertain, and it's like we just kind of You can pick there's... anything you want and use that same example. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you think and, so? Yeah. Anything. It, it, the metaverse is just one in a long line of things that have come, and the more that and social media exacerbates hype. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. we live in a time where we have nothing else to do except stare at social media because we're fucking stuck inside. Yeah. So we're living in the hype. We Buy are. it or not. Could be, bro. I'm not totally sold on it either, but I just feel like. This, there's a possibility that this could happen 30 years, 40 years from now. Um, bet? Do we know? Do we know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we should fucking bet on it. For 30, 40 years? And then we should memorize this bet? Dude, we should like have it like signed as a contract. Sure. Something signed. Right. Legally binded. Yeah. <laughs> Under Lilt. <laughs> and 
Yeah, we're gonna. This bet, bet bet's gotta be something crazy because like this is like a lifetime bet almost, right? Like, okay, if the metaverse hits critical mass, if the metaverse is how you're describing it to be, yeah, thirty years from now. Thirty years from now, if we both live that long, <laughs> I'll buy you a house in the metaverse. <laughs> Oh my god, you buy me a house in the middle? I, I will take that, bro. Real shit, I don't even know what the economy would look like there. It's like, oh, fuck our economy <laughs> is now. Drake's house, Drake's house is 15k right now. <laughs> yeah, but they have so, never experienced inflation. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So like 30 years from now, that shit's gonna be 15 million, dude. Yeah, we'll amend this. <laughs> With that, thank you so much. By the way, oh, I totally forgot. Thank you so much to the 40 listeners in 2021 that followed our account and listened to us. And... um. You know, thank you, mom, for following my account, and thank you, Anil's mom. That's two right there, out of the forty. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, guys. And and we're gonna go together. And that's it. In 2020-2022, we will take it up a notch. We're gonna have more videos come out, and you'll see us more. And it's gonna be more content coming out. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for liking things on TikTok. Um, and and Instagram and everywhere else. So thank you, thank you, little family. Like Peace and love. She like like what? She like it like that. She like it like that. She like it like that. She like like what?